Welcome to Large Group. It's Tuesday night, and we are gathered here to share testimonies of the amazing things that God did at retreat. Um, and firstly, um, you don't have to go to retreat to share your testimony, okay? So if God has been good to you this week, you can share your testimony. Um, but I have some rules, okay? We have only 25 minutes for testimony sharing time. And there are a lot of people with testimonies. So you can only share one thing. <laughs> you must share one thing. It has to be one point, and you have four minutes, okay? Tops. Okay, I will give you four minutes. And when you hit the two-minute mark left, I will show you two fingers. And when you hit the one-minute mark left, I will show you one-minute finger. And you have to wrap up or I will come take the mic from you, okay? All right, so four minutes. Choose one thing, only one thing that God has been good to you in. You don't have to share a ton of backstory. Just share how God has been good to you, okay? All right, and now the mic is open. Um, going to this retreat, I contend for a few things. One is for my um, parents to realign themselves with Christ. Um, two is for... Okay, I'm just going to share one. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I want to thank God for, for being faithful in my, um, towards, my, towards the things I, I asked for. And um, my parents were not in good terms, so um, and uh, this worsens this year because my grandpa just passed away, so my mother has to take care of my grandmother. So, and uh, I'm here. My brother just went out to study, so the only person at home is my parents. So now that my my mother went out to stay with my grandmother, so. My dad is always alone, so um, yeah, they 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 are not seeing each other like very frequently. But I thank God because just this just um, today I saw like group chats from my family WhatsApp group, and they were like discussing about plans to go to Perth together. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, they don't even want to, like, see or, like, talk to each other. But now they were, like, you know, like, let's plan a plan for, like, me and you only. Like, like, like not only, like, yeah, like, I don't get to go. My brother don't get to go. So, yeah, I just want to thank God for that. Um, it's actually been something I've been contending for ever since I come to Emmaus last year. So I want to thank God for his faithfulness. Thank you. I also contend for friendships in SNU because um, I think that I, I'm in SNU, but I don't belong in SNU. So um, in, in NRTC, I listened to past, uh, PC about, um, he spoke something about Christ, Christianity is not just about believing, but it's about belonging. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, take, I take that. And I think through his retreat, I agree with PC's um, sermon about new wine and old wine. I believe God is doing, God is doing something, God is putting new wine into me to produce more wine. Yeah. In the natural, I might seem alone, but I know that in the, in, in the spiritual realm, God is setting me apart um, to not just like, um, 
um, not just like change this environment because in SNU everybody is like, so like there's no rest, there's no proper rhythms of rest in SNU. Everybody has to like strive so hard and I know God is doing something. I hope that, um, yeah, just, I, I know he's doing something through me that, um, not to like, change the system, but to bring a fresh spirit yeah. in, in where I am, in my class, in, yeah. e even with my roommate who doesn't come back to sleep every day because she has to spend like every day doing work in her studio. So yeah, I, I thank God for, for, for more clarity on where I am right now. Thank you. Yes, hello everyone. My name is Magdalene and everyone calls me Maggie. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Yeah, I came to retreat with two expectations and one of the biggest expectations that I have was um, healing for my hands. Um, I've been struggling with dryness of skin since I was really young and then it got worse after I came to Korea. It started to crack and then it bleed all the time. Um, yeah, so I've been contending for it for like since it started and then you can see me t um, going to every single other call for healing. I don't miss, you know, any of the other call for healing. <laughs> so during the first session, Pastor Paul asked the pastor to say words of knowledge for healing. And, um, I remember I told God that God, if if you really want to heal me, let one of the pastor call this disease. Like, who calls out dryness of skin, right? So, and you know what? None of them did. <laughs> Sitting there uh, in my seat, I was thinking, I was asking God, like, why don't you heal me? You know, I'm sick of praying for this um, for quite a long time. But I got no answer on that day. But as I was listening to PE's message um, on the second night, uh, second day, God was slowly highlighting something that um, I've been really avoiding to deal with, which is unbelief that my word is powerful. I know when I say that, people will be like, oh, don't say that. Don't say that over yourself, that you are powerful. Well, yeah, that, that was what I've been believing, like, especially when it comes to ministry. Um, I felt that God was telling me it's time for you to deal with it and to go to the one who believes who is Jesus Christ. Um, still feeling a little bit of frust uh, a little frustration over that healing thing. I talked to one of my friends. Um, she reminds me of what Michelle from Itaewon, the, the testimony that she says that um, if God wants to heal you, he wants to heal your heart first. When she, when she said that, everything makes sense to me. God was highlighting the unbelief in my heart with, because that was the thing that hinders me from getting healed. How can I pray for myself, um, for my healing when I'm doubting my, the, the words I'm saying? How can he heal me when I'm still doubting that he is the one who gives me power? So um, I was putting God in the box for my expectation. I was expecting for healing, but God was actually showing me a bigger picture on uh, which he wants, to, he wants to show me that his power, uh, he, um, he wants me to know that he has power over my life, like every area of my life, not just healing. He wants to bring me to a new level of faith 
um, it's not that he doesn't want to heal me, but he wants to heal my heart first before healing me. So um, in order to do that, I need to enter into his rest and have faith in him. So um, I think through this retreat, um, what he says really struck me was that he's commending me to believe, um, to see, instead of to see to believe. That's all. Thank you. The Malaysians were all here. Chris? <laughs> okay. Um, so, one of the expectations I brought to retreat is because, I don't know, before retreat, I was always feeling like my worth only stands on my performance. Because I'm a student leader here, I carry certain authority, and I need to be functional sometime, like to 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 lead a prayer meeting, to speak truth into students, to reach out to students, to be evangelistic. And if I like, I I thought that if I didn't do that, then I'm not worthy. If I do that, then I'm loved by God. And so, like, I always chase after all those doing. I feel like I need to do that so that I can find my worth in God. And it didn't sustain me. I'm like, this is not the answer. I need the real answer. So, God, can you reveal it to me in the retreat? So I brought that expectation to retreat. And this retreat is about entering his rest. And the, the message is from Hebrew 3 and 4. So in K1, the K1 tabernacle time, I will just soak myself into God's words. And then in Hebrew 3, 3, it says, For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. And then the words really spoke to me. Like I realized, like people... Things that the house has more honor, but actually the builder of the house has more honor than the house itself. So God was saying to me, Amy, did you praise the doing, the work that happened in your life, or you praise the boss behind the work? I'm like, dang. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so I was so blind by all the, all the signs and wonders, by all the testimonies, by breakthrough that happens in my life or happens in people that I see in my life. But I didn't see that if there's no Jesus, how could that possible? So God was just redefine my understanding of this work with him, this relationship with him. It's not just about being evangelistic. It's not just about performance or um, just tell people about this kingdom, spread the kingdom, no. But he was just telling me, like, all you need to do is just know who I am, who Jesus is, and how Jesus was sacrificed on the cross on your behalf so that a relationship is built for you to meet God, and then your life can be transformed, and you understand what love is, and you do all those performance, you, you do all those doing on behalf of God because you love him, because you know who Jesus is. So I can, to sum up, I feel like from this retreat, I make a new friend, and his name is Jesus. <laughs> Thank you.
Hi everyone, my name is Gina, if you haven't met me before. So this is my graduating semester, and one of the expectations I have for the retreat was, um, God, I just, maybe I want to hear what my next step is. <laughs> I've been praying about it for a year and a half. That's the longest thing, apart from praying for my friends and family, that's the longest thing that I've been contending for. So when I came in, I was like, maybe I want to hear about my future now. God, you've been very quiet and silent on that issue for a year and a half. So I kind of want to hear something, God. Um, but at the same time, when I was at the retreat, I realized that I actually didn't want to hear anything from him the whole time, which was why I feel God was very graceful for me on that. He didn't say a lot of things to push me because I wasn't ready. This is, um, I was Christian when I first came to Emmaus. Like it was through Emmaus that I became Christian. The thought of me leaving Emmaus and Euphili and SNU and being a Christian outside, it's very new for me. And I'm not scared, but I just have no grid for it. So I didn't know what that was going to look like. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. And all that mattered to me was um, the commitment and the revelation that I had when I first became Christian, which was, okay, so when I first became Christian, I realized that all the depression and the stress that I'd been carrying around for the past 17 years of my life, it lifted and the joy of God filled me. And I realized that if God is real and if God is good and he's my father, then I have nothing to worry about. So I wasn't stressed about school. I wasn't stressed about my future. All my friends, this was freshman year. And even then all my friends were stressed about school and the future and like what jobs they were going to do. But I wasn't worried because I knew that apart from all the jobs I could get, God was going to give me a better life than I could have ever imagined. So that was the first revelation that I had got as a Christian. But now that I'm actually in that place, it was really tempting for me to be, go into that place of unbelief because everyone around me started questioning my choice. My parents are like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? My professors are like, what are you going to do? My friends are like, what are you going to do? My church leaders are asking, what am I going to do? I'm like, I don't know. But I'm a, strangely, is it weird that I'm at peace that I don't know what I'm going to do? And I trust God and I know that he's going to lead me to some place that's perfect for me at that season. Is it crazy to think that that's my future, that that's what I want and that that's what I'm leaning towards to right now? But just in case, I prayed for that year and a half asking him what he wanted me to do. So when I went there with the expectation, God, maybe it's time I finally hear. Um, I actually heard this revelation through the messages as well, but also through my small group leader, who's Pearl Schneider. She was really awesome. And she was praying for me. And she was very prophetic, seeing a lot of things that were on my mind. And one thing she said was, um, it's okay to not know what you want to do. But and to tell people that you just want to do what God tells you to do, that you just want to go where God leads you to go in the future. And it's okay, Gina. It's okay to say that. And that's actually very bold of you to say that. And um, that confirmed my mind that the, the thoughts that I've been having about just telling God, saying, God, I know that in the end, I want to trust you with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding. And I want to go where you lead me because over the past three years, I was a control freak in the beginning, but now I'm someone who's learning to submit to you because I've learned time and time again that you always have something way better for me because your ways are higher, your thoughts are higher than mine, God. And so you've shown me time and time again that your ways are so much better. Like I never thought being a student leader was going to be that great, but <laughs> it's the main reason. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's <laughs> like in the beginning, I never thought being a student leader was going to be great, God. But when you brought it to me, I realized that this is the reason that I got closer to you, that I became the warrior that I am, carrying the authority that I do have, being as integrated in like being a part of this community as I do have. Like everything is just so much better. So I know, God, that um, in the end that you're going to provide, you're going to lead me, and it's going to be way better than I could ever have thought of. So um, just coming out of the retreat, I feel a lot of peace. I feel like I've entered his rest in this, um, in this topic and area of my future. Like no matter what my parents say, no matter what the world say, says, I'm like completely confident now that I don't have to answer to them. <laughs> They're not going to shake me. And so I'm in that place of rest. And I know that the things that God has been showing me about his faithfulness is still true. So, yeah, I'm excited for my future, and that's my revelation. Thank you. Hi, guys. I'm Joanna. I'm, like, new to me. Um... But I really wanted to share this, and it's um, kind of been on my heart since I've come to Korea. Um, so I'm a junior in college in the States, and I'm taking a year off from college. Um, and I don't think I've shared this with anyone because I'm so ashamed, but um, I've actually suffered from depression and anxiety for a very long time. And the reason why I'm in Korea is because I actually had, I was in a mental hospital for a few, like for five days because I had gone through a suicide attempt and I was in the hospital for that and so I came home to Korea and I just wanted to come for rest and I wasn't sure what that would um, shape into Um, but then I got plugged into New Philly through um, JM, Pastor JM, Pastor Sky and New Philly's theme was entering God's rest and I was like oh this is very timely and so for the retreat I, um, I didn't really have expectations but Everyone around me was like, no, you have to go with expectations. Like, think of one right now. And I was like, okay. So um, so I said, okay, like, God, I don't need manifestations. I don't need to go crazy or scream or do, you know, like, I don't need um, to burn or anything. I just, like, want to have a conversation with you and just be in that place of rest. Um, and so nothing happened, like, um, for the majority of the retreat. And I was just, like, so settling and having fun. And then um, the 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 morning of the last day, so when Pastor Marcus was speaking, um, during the praise time, um, I f- wanted to just surrender everything to God. I remember like how we were talking about Emily and how she worships and how she goes all out and how she like to physically she likes to physically kneel down and bow. Um, and I wanted to imitate the faith of my leaders, and I was like, I want to try that. And so I just like laid it all down. I physically just like. Um, kneel down to it. and I felt I felt silly at first and I was afraid I was gonna fall asleep because it was in the morning but <laughs> it was like okay <laughs> but it was okay um and I just felt this peace come over and um and God reminded me of the verse of first Timothy four I think like thirteen do not be deceived by your youth but set an example in faith and purity and speech and conduct and um how all these um these parts of my youth it not going to be used in vain and God is going to use it in his timely manner um so yeah I came feeling really emotionally spent and physically spent but I think um it's it's been better and its retreat was a really good place to start that um and I wouldn't have been able to do this without his 
strength because like I'm still getting to know all of you guys. So, <laughs> yep, that's it.